So hey guys, welcome back to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Allen. You're calling in the one coach here in the quarantine. So um, I was asked by a couple to create something that uh, methods of what it takes, what I feel as a love and relationship coach that it takes to have a juicy relationship because I'm all about the juicy relationship. Yes, because it is possible for people, it is possible for you to have a juicy, loving relationship even in quarantine. And what and what more better way right now to really cultivate the juicy, loving relationship that you have right now? So here it is. Um and before I do that, please, guys, don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, share this podcast so that other couples or people, or if you're single, that you know or can establish a juicy relationship for yourself. So here we go. So one of the what my number one thing is do the five the love five love language test. Like it is a game changer and i know men resist taking this test but i'm telling you when you know your part when you, first of all when you know your own love language you can articulate it to your partner because honestly and, and the people i coach and the people i've talked to men are the number one gender who do not know how to articulate their love language, or they don't even know their love language, or they don't even know how to begin to describe what they want and need from the other person, or they what they want and need to feel loved. So go Google the five love language test, and I'm gonna tell you, it is game changer, not only in your romantic relationships, but in your relationship with your friends and your family, like, you know, it, it just really gives you a sense of how you love and how the other person loves us if they take the test. Now, sometimes people will resist taking the test, especially men. They don't want to take the test, but men take the test. Okay, so if you don't have somebody who don't take this who, who doesn't want to take the test i dated someone who didn't want to take the test but i just had to like i've read the book i've went on the website i've studied the the course so i had a sense of what the per- last person i was dating um their love language and their love language was quality time because the way they wanted to spend time they didn't want to do fancy things they just wanted to just be with me in any form of fashion like doing like like he really wanted cheap things but the the cheap things were cheap but the time spent together was high like we were have long walks, long talks, like just dreaming and planning and just really discovering each other. That was really important to this person. And that was really important to me too. So that's, we got along in that way. And it's a really game changer when you know your spouse's love language. Like you can really tap into their love bank. You can really feel it 
over and over and over again without asking because you know and you see the result and you know it's a good way for you both as a couple or when you're first starting out in a relationship that you can have that discussion and why and what things and how it looks and how it feels when this person does uh that particular love language and so the love language basically is you know quality time act of service gifts words of affirmation and right now i'm blanking out on the fifth one but those are the fourth the four uh love languages that really spark oh touch that's what it is um you know because i i actually was having a conversation with a, a woman uh, I was in uh, this group chat, and um, I was like the higher the uh, the expert of you know dating and quarantine, and and so a young woman she really explained to her that these love language is real because this guy she was dating he really wanted her words of affirmation to know that he was doing well in their relationship. Now she was like that's she, she was uh, in her mind that's not me. And right now, she recognized that that was her mistake because it was her opportunity to grow. She missed her opportunity to grow in that relationship and to fulfill or fill his love bank. So she and they had to end up uh, breaking off the relationship because he was just tired of not feeling love, and that's how he felt, or that's how he knew he was loved in a relationship so sometimes we love people the way we want to be loved and not how they want to be loved and it's all about how they want to be loved yes juicy love honey uh write a comment in the box below if you agree or disagree um so number two i have here relationship integrity now most people don't even know what that is. Something I just made up. Um, but integrity I didn't make up, but I make up. But uh, it's basically integrity. And integrity is doing what you know to do, doing what you're supposed to do, doing what's expected of you without someone telling you. Um, and it goes a little bit deeper than that. Um, but those are that's the basic. Now, I hear... Uh, I hear couples all the time make these promises, say they're going to do these things, say they're going to change, and they don't do it. And they use the word try. I said this in my last podcast. I'm going to try to change. I'm going to try to be better. No, you're not, because trying is lying. Remember, trying is lying. Trying is an illusion to think that you are actually doing something or you're going to do it and you actually are not committed to doing it. So, having relationship integrity is so critical because otherwise you just lose the trust in your relationship. So, learn how to have relationship integrity within your relationship. So, number three. Now, I found this in the seven habits of highly affected people. And I was just like, oh, yes. So it says, seek first to understand and rather rather than be understood. I'm repeat it again. Seek first to understand rather than be understood. 
So what basically that means is you seek first. If there is high tensions in your tension in your relationship, seek first to understand why that person is triggered, why they feel that way. What have you done? And you're there to listen, not to be triggered by what they say, but you're that information is so critical for your growth in your relationship. So seek first to understand why they behave or acting or distancing themselves from you. And you are there to listen and learn and recreate uh, or do the Imago dialogue or dialogue technique to understand what the other person or where the other person is coming from and how you cause that. And also, it's also opportunity to know where that trigger is coming from because you normally it's a deeper, uh, a deeper belief system or belief system that they have set up or something they've been traumatized by or something that or a grudge that they've been holding on to that they've been taking out on you and is you have to get it on the mat and tackle it and put forgiveness and empathy and compassion to that issue that underlining issue because most people's issues are an underlining is what they're not saying in the relationship so seek first to understand rather than to be understood because it's not about you stop making it about you but rather make it about understanding the other person yes okay number four help each other grow like, well, help, you're there to help each other grow. You know, I was listening to this recent podcast with Oprah and Alicia Keys. And, you know, Oprah was really praising Alicia Keys about her uh, relationship with uh, Swiss Beats and like how they really compliment each other. And they're soul partners. And so what basically that means when you recognize that you have a soul partner is that you recognize that this person that you have in your life is there to help you grow and to be your best self in life. Like that they are there. There. I know we just talk about triggers, but that person is there to trigger you so you can grow and evolve from whatever that is deep down inside of you. You know, that's also what's within the book, Getting Love You Want. Like, the person that's in your life right now is there to help you heal, to help you grow, and help you to be your best self in your life. So you, if you switch the context of how uh, the argument or how your triggers show up, that this moment is an opportunity for me to grow with myself and in my relationship, you will grow exponentially in your relationship. And so also it's an opportunity to learn how to communicate, like really learning and establishing your relationship, like knowing your strength and your partner, your, your strength and their strength, know your weakness and their weaknesses and how you can both not only compliment each other, and, uh, but how to teach each other to be stronger in the areas that you are weak.
and you can begin to support each other and make it a priority to support each other because sometimes it's the little things that make a big difference in your relationship. So number five, practice asking for what you want. I'm going to repeat that again. Practice asking for what you want. Now, in my experience, in my research that men, or I mean, and women too, but majority of men struggle, you know, um, asking for what they want. Like I've been doing my research on asking like different clients of mine, you know, and different men in my life who I know, uh, who are like my ideal client. I've been like, you know, interviewing them. And the number one thing that all men are saying is, I wish I had tools to learn how to ask for what I want, to learn how to ask for what I want, ask for what I need, ask for what I desire, and get rid of the shame around asking or the fear of asking for what I want, what I need, what I desire. So that is the number one thing that men struggle with. Like, what do you need? Like learning and having the courage to articulate and 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 really, you know, men saying it up for I'm not really good at this, but I'm gonna I I just need a moment to say something to you, which I don't really know how to say. I'm not sure how gonna come out, but here it goes. Like just getting it out of the way, taking the nerves out put it on the table that the person that you're talking to knows that you're about to say something difficult or ask for something and you just lay it out on the table and you know and the person who's receiving what the the person is asking for don't make them wrong don't shame or blame or criticize them you are there to listen and take it in what they're saying and acknowledge them for having the courage to uh, really say what they want or need, even though it may come out jumble jumble, but don't uh, uh, down them or shame them for the jumble jumble because they don't know. They're like babies. They're trying to walk in this new territory and you're there to receive and to help them basically put it together. So what you're saying is that you need me to Lower my voice, lower my tone because it triggers you. Okay, great. I got it. Done. You know what I mean? So you're there to understand and and not be understood, but you understand your spouse um, and help them articulate what their needs and wants. And you uh, and each person in the relationship, you are responsible for generating your own satisfaction. It is not your partner's responsibility to make you happy. Gosh, I wish people could get that over and over and over and over again. Uh, you know, there's a good episode with Will Smith and Jada Pickett on the Red Table on Facebook. And he says to Jada, I am not responsible for your happiness. I'm tired of trying to do everything in my power to make you happy. You need to go hot. You need to go and find out what makes you happy. I need to go back and find out what makes me happy. And we bring our happiness to the table. And that's what we're putting in the pot. Our own happiness that we discover. Because my happiness does not depend on you. And when you get that, you have power in your relationship, people. 
So those are some of my tips uh, on how to have a juicy relationship. Oh, there'll be more to come. So guys, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. If you're on iTunes, go ahead and click those five stars and leave a comment because this is your juicy love relationship coach <laughs> and just providing you with great content so that you can continue to have a juicy love life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Crazy Juicy Love podcast during quarantine. So I'm just here to make this special edition for you, uh, provide you tips and solutions and just some humor during this quarantine time, just bringing some industry, industry professionals and some tips and advice for you during this quarantine time. So here's Crazy Juicy Love in quarantine. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. And if you really like this podcast, please share it. Twitter, Instagram, or on your webpage. Thank you. Crazy Juicy Love.